Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. Susie here. And I'm with Sarah. That's me. <laughs> and we um, have a little hodgepodge for you today. I love that word. It reminds me of hedgehog, which is also an adorable word. <laughs> Are those real? He- <laughs> Are hedgehogs real? Are- have you ever seen one in the flesh? Yeah. In the prickles? <laughs> <laughs> they're not actually as prickly as you think. They're kind of like soft prickles. Oh. And they're so No, I cute. have seen those videos. Oh, they are really has cute. A hedgehog. As a pet? Yeah, I've never met her in real life. And she has a real cute name. I can't remember what it is, but it's adorable. Is this something people do? Like one of my camp friends. <laughs> it would be something a camp friend would do. Wasn't there a show in the eighties or nineties? Sonic the Hedgehog? No. No. They were that it involved like winning hedgehogs or something, not real live ones like plush ones. People, wait, I know you guys are gonna winning know. Winning hedgehogs. There were like these little, little round things that looked like, but they were like, on puppet, what? Pu- no, no, not no, those. Not that. Winning a hedgehog. <laughs> this sounds like something not real that I have. Yeah fantasized or something Hmm, interesting you can let me know people i know you're gonna be like Susie. yeah but sometimes they're right i know that and they're gonna be outraged that i don't know the correct name of the show or the whatever it is right (laughs) sometimes they're right (laughs) (laughs) well we're not talking about hedgehogs today not even a little bit (laughs) i have like a stockpile of current events that have been on my mind and that I keep thinking, oh, I gotta ask Sarah about that. I'll save it for a show, but then, like, you know, we don't talk about that particular subject, so I don't bring it up. Mm-hmm. So today's the day. Oh, good. I and love you these can bring episodes. up whatever's on your mind too. Hedgehogs. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> right, that's all. <laughs> um, so the first one I pre-warned Sarah uh, that we have to talk about is that United Skerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Can you believe it? I, I mean, mean, what do you think? First of all, I I became outraged with airlines when the, the freaking right. legging thing happened. Legging, legging. Oh, Do you remember yeah. when that? Which okay, I understand if you're representing the airline and she, you know, and I also know that some of those leggings are rather see through, and people are buying stuff that should be worn under your clothes and wearing it the wrong way. So, she was little though, you know. She was a little girl. She, was, she only, was a little girl? Yeah, she was like nine or ten. Are you kidding me? No, and that's why people are like, why are we sexualizing little girls? Are you kidding me? I thought she was a grown-ass woman. <laughs> no. Now I'm furious. And they, they were like, sorry, that's, little girl. What you the, can't. Are you kidding me? No, and they they say they have these rules, as you said, where oh, if you're on a particular kind of free pass that you have to dress a certain way, and it is very gray, like, in terms of what you can and can't wear. It's kind of at the gate person's discretion. Like, what if I were wearing a boa? Like, is that okay? A feathered boa? Because it's not in the rules? <laughs> yeah, because the, the fear is indecency. And mm-hmm. so they're arguing that this is in some way indecent. But she's so little. What about a baby? No, right. it's sexualizing. That's weird. And they made her like take a dress out of a, a, an adult dress that was in one of their bags oh. and put it over them. It's so silly. It's so silly. But that was just the beginning. That was our appetizer for the what was to come with this guy being dragged off the plane. I that was nothing. Uh, right. I mean, I'm in shock. And then what is? I don't understand what what the big deal is. What, like, and why couldn't those other people go on another flight? Who, oh, okay. So, yeah, there were four people waiting to get on the plane who were United employees. This is such a weird thing that airlines do where they overbook on purpose. It's like an algorithm, and they know that there are a certain percentage yeah. of people who will like either miss their flight or yeah. get delayed or whatever for whatever reason don't end up in that seat and so they want to optimize their revenue and so they oversell the flights and then occasionally and more often now yeah people are getting this treatment because they they're all they all show up and they want the seat they bought I don't understand <laughs> that's so fucked up 
It is a bizarre industry because the airlines, it, it's this weird gray area between the government mm-hmm. and and private sector. Yeah. You know, where like there's the TSA and those rules and then, you know, United says get up and he won't so they can call in the police. It's like this weird government slash and capitalism. I mean, he has no right to his, he, he has, I just, the guy was bleeding. He got his freaking face punched in. I mean, you know how when you get on a plane and you kind of like size up everybody on the plane and like, yeah. okay, there's that type of person, here's this type of person. Yeah. It's just a weird thing that you do. Yeah. Because you're going to be living with them for the next <laughs> yeah, eight hours or whatever. Which one is going to go nuts? Yeah. 30,000 feet. I, he was a sleeper. Like, I never would have thought mm-hmm. that guy's... And he's a doctor. <laughs> I never would have thought he's going to stand his ground and get trucked off oh the plane. Oh my God. But think about the panic in that moment. And then they were saying, he was saying things like, I can't go, like, I have to go home, I have to go home. We don't know the story of why he had to go home, you know? Maybe his, he and his wife got in some huge fight, and she was like, <laughs> I'm leaving you if we don't, you don't come home and talk about this. And he has, like, crippling anxiety over the fact that his wife is going to leave him, Sarah. and their marriage is going to be like, or, you know, we don't Sarah know this. is currently writing... United Airlines fan fiction. <laughs> that sounds exactly what this is. His wife told him. It is totally made up. Like elaborate story. backstories. Yes. I mean, he claimed that he had patience in the morning. And like my sister and I were talking about it. And she was like, you know, he's a doctor. And then she goes, I wonder what kind of doctor. And she was implying, like, you know, heart surgeon or, like, yeah. something. And then I go, what if he's a podiatrist? Or right. Something? Why is that the one that always <laughs> is, like, the go-to joke of a doctor? <laughs> well, right. I mean, there's nothing lower than the feet. Well. Wait. Proctologist. I mean, technically, That's a there's booty nothing doctor. lower than the feet. That is what I but, mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the proctologist is the butt doctor. Yes. The butthole doctor. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he. Is we don't just, know how much. How much of that area does he cover? When does it become <laughs> gastroenterologist? What? what kind of doctor is that? What the one you just a said. gastroenterologist? You're is like, that a penis? No, you're get gastro like you're. you're oh right, ga- right. Like or in, <laughs> so you're saying how far? Yeah, I there's got to be like a cutoff. Right. What if he goes in? He's like, "Oh, sorry, that's Small out of my." Small intestines. I I stop there. That's out of my territory. Yeah. <laughs> Do they right. work closely together? Right. Specialists really must have to tread carefully yes. to not overstep their boundaries. I thought you meant like, where does the line end at the taint or at the <laughs> penis or what? Then you're you were talking urology. Urology, that's mm-hmm. the one I was wondering about. Mm-hmm. Can you, what if you were in medical school? Like, mm-hmm. how does that happen where you're like, I'm just really passionate about. I asked that because I, my friend has a husband who is a, I believe he is a urologist. Okay. And I think it has something to do with him having family history of. Or maybe it's like or, sometimes. And also because uh, uh, things are open in that. <laughs> like, I don't, okay, sis. I see, see, we have to start videotaping these <laughs> because if you saw my reaction, you would know that that was a genuine, I thought she meant literally open. open. No, I mean more figuratively, but like, oh, we gotta, we gotta, we, <laughs> we gotta get back on track. Hold on. Okay. So what? Surprised to me about the airline thing. Oh, right. I'm so the sorry. <laughs> I'm so busy thinking about buttholes. Eight hundred dollars. <laughs> the the going rate that they were offering people to quote unquote volunteer mm-hmm. is quite a lot of money. Oh, I would have taken that. Okay, because I think what was stopping people was a it, the next flight wasn't until the following day at three p.m. B. Oh, well, that sucks. Um. It was a Sunday, so then everyone's like, oh, i got to get back to work, or I have kids that, you know, i got to pick up, whatever it is. You know, back to reality on Monday. So, 
but still, $800 to a lot of people mm-hmm. is big money. Mm-hmm. So he, everyone probably thought someone's going to take advantage. Right. But then what would you do if you had to get home for something like important? Would you get dragged off? Oh, shit. He could have driven. It's Chicago to Kentucky. He could have driven and gotten there. Mm-hmm. What would I have done? I mean, I would have demanded, I would have just sat there and demanded more money. I would have been like, okay, $1,500. But what, they said, okay, no, we're going to bring the police on. Damn. You I would mean, walk off. You're not going to. I'm, in my mind, I like fight the man. But in reality, I am such a pushover. Like, it, I'm a rule follower. Yeah. I'm like the person who's like, nope, wait until it says cross. <laughs> so right. I don't know. There's, I could see you getting dragged off. You could. We, though, I wish that, somebody could make. It. I mean, I wouldn't. I w- I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Can somebody Photoshop Sarah's face <laughs> on that guy? Just like they did when they Photoshopped Michael Jordan's face crying on mine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that's funny. I mean, I would never ever create a spectacle like that. Right. Even if I wanted to, I would just cry and get off. Cry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What would, I mean, what about the people sitting there watching? Ugh. What right? do you do? I mean, because in my, I just feel like that's so wrong. Don't you feel like the um, airlines have too much power? Yes. It's gross. Well, it's really, I don't understand why they do. <clears throat> and then how about, did you hear just um, a few days later, it was a mom uh, writing a letter to, I don't, I mean, it may have been United. Um, that her son wet his pants and they made him sit there in the seat with his wet pants because they wouldn't let him go to the bathroom. Oh, so they wouldn't let him go and that's why he peed his pants? Yeah. Oh. And then they made him sit there. How old was he? On, like, three. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm going to look this story up. It was really sad. And then could you imagine the poor mom No. is... And the mom's saying, like, I'm sorry, I, this is, okay, let me see. I just She should have taken his pants off him or something. I guess there's not a lot of options there. But Um, I was reading this article, as you look that up, I was reading this article about how the airlines actually want you to be a certain level of discomfort, uh, uncomfortable. Yes, there's a name for it. Yeah, it's like calculated discomfort or oh something. Oh my gosh, I just read about this too. <clears throat> that like they since everything is commodified mm-hmm. in in the industry <gasps> that they want you to think how, you know, it's worth $15 for me to get the internet or it's worth the $50 for me to get the economy plus or whatever the next upgrade is. So they kind of want you to have that thought process in your mind of like how much money am I willing to spend to be more comfortable? Mm. And that is really mm-hmm. disturbing. Right. Because in theory... Extra leg room, extra whatever. Yeah. Like, I I would say the way that I'm more conservative is in my, um, like, fiscally, if I were to choose. And so, like, uh-huh. capitalism is something I... I'm quite fond of, and I, I believe in this system of like the invisible hand and competition and the way that, you know, businesses can get better. But then when you have something like the airlines who are now four companies, that is crazy. That's not that's capitalism. A full monopoly. Like that's. Well, not- they all collude and they all make yes. deals and they say, we're not going <sighs> to lower prices because we can all keep them at this oh basic. Oh my God. That's not capitalism. <sighs> You and our, our president right now ain't gonna do shit about that. <laughs> no. Oh so my god. That's why it keeps getting worse. People keep wondering why does this keep getting worse? Why did it used to be this way? Well, because they all got bought out, and now what used to be maybe ten airlines are now four, and even Virgin just got bought by Alaska. So. Oh my god. They were known for their customer service. Yes. I personally really like Southwest. You yeah. Know, but you know. They're among the four still, even though they have good customer service. They do. Oh, my god! You know who has good customer service? Who? Hubble. Oh, tell me. Well, 
If you're a contact lens wearer, you should definitely check out this company, which eliminated the middleman and allows you to get a fresh pair of lenses every single day for less. So you get 60 contacts for 30 bucks. That's a buck a day. And it's half the price of other brands. If you go to hubblecontacts.com, you can get your first two weeks for free. Um, I went on there and put in my information. It, the whole process took under five minutes. And it was so easy. And they send them right to your door. It's the same quality as all these the other brands who similarly had a monopoly. Mm-hmm. And they're all made in the same place. And so they were just like, hey, let's jack up the prices forever. And so Hubble was like, hey, wait, we could do this and charge people a lot less for the same level of quality. So go to HubbleContacts.com, get your first two weeks of lenses for free, 15 pairs of lenses, and uh, you can see better. So you can watch the viral videos of people (laughs) on United. I have a plain story for you that I totally forgot about. What? You know what happened to me? Not last plane I was on, but the plane before that. So like two plane rides ago. This was like no joke two weeks ago. I was puked on. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. Yes. I can't. I know. I can't Why believe I forgot to tell, tell me? you this. I know. I can't believe I forgot to tell you this story. It was on my way to, to Puerto Vegas, Rico. To Puerto Rico. What the hell happened? How did you even know the flight it was? Because I was going to talk about how you forgot your freaking wallet at home and couldn't eat all day. Right. And I was so upset. I saw that on Instagram story. I'm like, what is she going to do? That was the puking day. (laughs) It's a bad day to get puked on. It was a bad day. And so, like, imagine hangry Sarah. But I was, like, as the nicest human being possible. What happened? So it was obvious that this was... This woman's very first flight ever. She was probably in her late 60s. And, excuse me, I'm drinking a Diet Coke, so I'm like a Don't little burpy. Don't tell them. Sorry, I can't help it. I feel more it's guilty naughty. about the Diet Coke I know, than it's wine. So bad. Right. It, we don't do it often. <laughs> right. I'm going to, like, you know, have some really healthy it's stuff so good. for the rest of the day, but whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so. She, it, I can tell it's her first flight because she didn't know how to buckle the seatbelt. She didn't know how to do a lot of stuff. And uh, she speaks an, a dialect that must be from a very specific region because the man who sat next to her spoke perfect Spanish and asked her, do you speak Spanish? Because he couldn't understand. Like, there was a communication I could tell that there was like a breakdown in the communication and they were both speaking Spanish, but a different dialect. And, you know, it could be very different, obviously. And so she didn't really know what was going on. And she was just oh my God. sat there the whole time in like one position, you know, and we're oh on a plane for like five or six hours. It, that already looked uncomfortable. And she was like clutching her bag. Was she in the middle? Middle seat. Oh God. And so oh God. we are... Tax. We're landing. We're just. We're just making our descent into. So now it's been like five. We're just coming down. Yeah. And she starts coughing, and coughing. And at first, I thought she coughed up blood. And I was like, Oh my god, I uh, I'm gonna die of a disease. Because I was like, This is. It could be like, who knows? You know? Because I really did think it was blood. But then, because it was like dark. And then I looked down and it was, and then it started and the man next to me was on the aisle. So naturally he gets up and moves because she's puking everywhere, but I'm stuck (laughs) on the window. Oh my God. And I was wearing all black. So I saw all the little splashes of it on my clothing and she, it was everything that you don't want puke to be. (laughs) She had recently eaten. She had a full meal. It was of a variety of things. Wait a minute. And it happened at no, least five times. You have to stop. And I kept handing her the bags, and she wasn't taking the bag. And then she, thank God, this woman had a towel with her. For some reason, she had a towel in her bag. So she was, like, mopping things up with a towel. Meanwhile, the airline, the stewardess, is two rows ahead of me in the jump seat, can see everything that's going on and is doing absolutely nothing because we're like landing. 
Meanwhile, this woman's, I'm like scooting over and she's puking all over the place, puking all Sarah, over the back of the seat. hold up, hold up. Nobody does anything. This man abandons us, the man <laughs> sitting next to me, the Spanish speaker. And I just start rubbing this woman's back going like, <laughs> is it, what am I supposed to do? Not bad. Well, I, I have to, I feel so bad. She doesn't know what to do. She, everybody's like making a face and now the whole plane smells like vomit. I smell like vomit. I'm dying. How does this stuff happen? How does this stuff really? Really? Sarah, you rubbed her back. I had to. I felt so bad for her. I do not. And the lady in front of me was like, you are a saint. And I was yeah, like, well, you, you know are. what? I'm thinking about having kids right now. And, you know, when I have children, the puke is probably going to be directed straight on me. So this is nice practice. I have never been puked on. and Oh, my God. That's so Well, great. I mean. It, th- that is weird. Yeah. I mean, why didn't she... Did she look at you? No. She, like, seriously? And then the weird thing is, is like I clean, I was like helping her clean it up. There was... I think she was I just embarrassed. I cannot believe you were helping. There was just embarrassed. She was embarrassed. Nobody else would do anything. The The stewardess didn't do anything. I have so many questions. The stu- like, they came over and, and she looked at me and she was like, can I... Do you need something? And I said, a plastic bag, some napkins, anything. Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> right and like they didn't ch- and then i got off the plane i'm like we're getting off finally land we're getting off the plane and then nobody you'd think everybody around knows that i've just been puked everybody around knows that this lady is just thrown up mm-hmm. nobody does anything to let her off first nobody does anything to i'm like what the fuck is wrong with people yeah like if this were me i would be yelling at her like Sit the fuck down. Move over. I'm getting off this plane first. I'm covered in my own vomit. You're all assholes. Stop it. I mean, I couldn't even believe it. And the steward looked at me. And then as I'm getting off the plane, she knows I'm the one who got puked on. She's like, so do you think that seat is okay to get cleaned up for the next flight? You think it's going to be fine for the next flight? I'm like, No. No, no seat in that entire row is safe for the next flight. And if I sat in there, I would be so pissed to sit in the vomit seat. And I thought maybe she was like going to offer. I didn't say in that tone. I was like, now I'm like, feel like the angel like of the airplane because I'm like the only one helping clean up this poor woman's vomit. And like, everyone's like, you're so nice. And so now I've like taken on this role as like, you know. Well, she who cleans vomit on the plane. <laughs> and I thought that the, the, since all the people working on the plane were aware that I'm the one who had to deal with the mess, literally uh-huh. and figuratively, that they would say, can we offer you like a voucher? How about a free drink coupon? Fucking nothing. Just like have a nice day. I'm like, oh, oh, thanks. Hope I don't get the flu. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I love it so much. It's <laughs> wrong how much I love it. Because oh, like, God. did you have to step over yes. vomit? Yes. And when she exited the plane, yes. did she like, she grabbed her bags and stuff? Yes. And she was done vomiting at that yeah. point? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she never said a word. Mm-mm. This is the best. I don't even think. <clears throat> and I just was like, all I know is lo siento, which is I'm sorry. And so no, I said that as I was rubbing her back. You did not. That's, my Spanish is weak. She should be saying lo siento to you. It was kind of, but I could tell she was so embarrassed and she was really out of her comfort zone. This was her first, that woman's you never getting know back that. up. I could tell. I just know people and she looked traumatized. And she didn't know how to use a seatbelt. She didn't know that there were little bags that you could puke in in the front of the plane. In the front thing, she had, that, it looked like she was brand new. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Oh, God. I'm sorry for all the people who may be enjoying I mean, their lunch break the while best. I'm talking about puking. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, let's move on to a happier yes. topic. Oh, God, thanks. Okay, I don't know. I have, I'm so excited about all these. Yeah. What about the... Did you read or watch the video of the person on Survivor who was outed as transgender? Yeah, I didn't watch the video, but I read an article about it. Tell me what you think. Okay, well, let me give the listener. I'm sure you guys know. But um, on Survivor, there was a contestant named Zeke who participated last season and then was voted out eventually, did really well. Did well. And he was immediately... uh, asked to return to the next season's all-star uh, season, which was going to be filming right after. So mm-hmm. he went back-to-back, back, which is... Re- I think he's one of, if not the only person who ever did that. Mm-hmm. So he returns for this all-star season, and he's, you know, playing the game, getting political, and a, another cast member at Tribal Council, which is, you know the part that, you know, gets most airtime, outs him as a transgender, a man who's transgender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, this is amazing because, for several reasons, but I'll get your thoughts first. Go ahead. The the man who outed him was gay himself. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that he may have been cast two seasons in a row intentionally because they thought that this was something that was going to come out. No doubt about it. They did. No doubt about it. And I think that, and then CBS is like, Oh my gosh, we can't believe that this happened. Oh really? Cause I, I think that you knew exactly that that was going to happen. No doubt about it. Because I mean, once you get back, you can Google all these people that you've met. And then if you, let's say you were, uh, in fact, I can think of somebody on the challenges who I was on uh, and you were on the show with who has a secret. And I didn't know that this person had a secret for a long time. And then eventually it made the rounds and everyone found out that this person had a secret similar to Mm -hmm. the Zeke's. Mm -hmm. And and so you find out because you go home and you Google the people or you, you know, you meet mutual friends mm-hmm. along the way and they tell you, Hey, did you know that so-and-so has this secret? And so actually I'm surprised we didn't have a moment. They edited it out. Yes, they did. Why? Because that individual was livid and said that they would never like, from what I heard, threatened them and said like, you don't do that or well it is a bit else. different it's not exactly like zeke it's a different situation right. but it's similar in that you know the outing mm-hmm. aspect and there's i also read in this article that <clears throat> uh the the contestant his name's jeff varner the said, teller the the yeah, outer the outer said that cbs paid for his and smith's therapy afterwards zeke smith so they gave him therapy afterwards uh, and it had been educating them about transgender people. So CBS provided therapy. Wow, that's really interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many productions do do that, and some don't do that. And it's, you know, I really do think that there should be a law. It should be, like, mandated. Because, look, this, I mean, you know, that's good that they provided. Thank God. <laughs> it's just... Hold up, it's Kleenex. I oh, mean, people, that was an epic fail. Does, it's the box. What the heck? Does, oh, there we go. Wait, <laughs> works perfectly for Sarah. <laughs> I just got the, the the tender touch. You know, <laughs> God damn it, people are gonna think that I'm drinking more than Diet Coke, but it really is just <laughs> Diet Coke. Okay, so anyway, the situation. Yeah, I'm surprised that they gave them therapy, but I'm glad they did. Yeah, me too. Really glad. And I thought it was an interesting, say what you want. Let's say that, mm. that CBS did cast him twice because they kind of like wanted this to be a big Because there's no way CBS didn't know. Oh, then he knew. I'm right. sorry. They knew. Of he course. told them um, eventually. But like, let's say they knew and they knew it would be a big 
headline. I mean, there's nothing inherently wrong with that ethically. Right. But it is interesting that they didn't reveal it. Like, they didn't say to him, well, if you're going to come on the show, we have to have Uh you, you know. And I wonder if he was warned if there was any talk before of... There was. Yeah. They said, what happens? there's a big risk. Yeah, and he said... Because... He said he told them he was fine with it and that he would, like, kind of cross that bridge if it came to it and that he would handle it however was appropriate, Mm -hmm. but that, you know, he wasn't going to be the one to tell. Because not that he was ashamed, right. but that he sees himself... Well, I usually don't have to go, hi, I'm, I'm Sarah, I'm a, I'm a female, right. born a woman. And I think that, that the, so the that. scenario at Tribal Council was interesting because... And, the, and that has been rehashed since, which is that with transgender folks, there's this sort of... Even in the gay community, there's a feeling that they're different in, in a way that's... Um, it, they're deceptive in a different way mm-hmm. than gay people. I don't feel this way. I'm just yeah. saying what is the perception. Right. Oh. And that Jeff said in tribal council, you know, why haven't you told everyone you're transgender as mm. if that's I don't like that. living a lie when the truth is that's the person living their truth. Yes. That the lie would be if Zeke were still living as presenting as a, a female, oh. even though he identifies as male, that would be a lie. Right. But there's this weird feeling amongst people where it's like, they, they, there's almost like a sense of dishonesty. I think it's that we've, we're so used to a binary gender yeah. system where it's male or female or male or female. So it's just, I can see it very difficult for people to wrap their heads around that because and also with you know maybe with the attraction like you can be attracted maybe some men have been able to say oh yeah I can see that another man is good looking yeah they can rationalize a man being attracted to another man a little more than they can rationalize like understand Oh, I'd like to be a different gender. Yeah, that's such a foreign concept. This to somebody who's secure with their gender. Well, gender is and is so embedded. Yes, gender identity is so embedded in cultural yeah. milieu and also yeah. <laughs> like our own uh, how we see ourselves. That it's it's hard to divorce. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas sexuality, I think anyone can see that it's like, it's not as fundamental to yeah. our own. It's more fluid. Yeah. There's a love spectrum, but we have not accepted that. This actually to leads to my next headline, which mm-hmm. I am kind of like really interested to in know. I'm going to try to not tell you how I feel about it. My Bialik, who mm-hmm. is on um, Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. and was on Blossom. Mm-hmm. And is a was PhD. Blossom. Was Blossom. Yeah. She has a PhD in like molecular biology. Something crazy like, something that. like that. But she's also kind of hippy dippy and like, you know, breastfed her kids until they were like 17 and <laughs> that's made up. Right. But you know, she's kinda like does a little bit of that movement with and she's Jewish and she um adheres to their um modesty within wardrobe uh-huh. of, oh, yeah. of Orthodox Judaism. And so she has a lot of components that are interesting and I'm not sure how they all overlap, but she put out this video and she considers herself a feminist and she was speaking directly to the camera and she was saying like, I think it was on her blog and she was like, we need to talk about how we call women girls so you might say, like, Susie and Sarah, the girls from the Brain Candy podcast. Mm-hmm. And she was objecting to the use of that word and says that it infantilizes women and that it it invokes um, superiority issues. Like, if you call someone a girl, like, mm-hmm. that oh, bank yeah, totally. teller over there is a girl, whereas you would say that man is a bank teller, not that boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she was saying that it, there's an implicit hierarchy and patriarchy that's there. Ah. 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And um, so that is her, the gist of her video, and I want to know your opinion, mm. and then I'll tell you mine. I mean, I'm, in, I'm inclined to agree <clears throat> with a lot of that. Then I'm brought up the song, like, my first thing that pops in my head is that song, The Boys Are Back in Town. And I'm wondering, like, is when we <laughs> say boys, thing. is it often, like, kind of gay, too? Oh, interesting. You I know? hadn't thought about that. Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> Can't boys be. Are Back in Town. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones with boys in it, and it's always, like, you know, I don't know. Okay. Um... So, gosh, I get it, you know, that there needs to be a change in the whole, like, culture. Like, there needs to be, we do have to be aware of how we use words, and words have such power. Yeah, and she said that, too. She's like, words mean things. Yes. You know, and they are, and then she talked about the science of, like, calling something something. Yes. It changes the way we, our brains process that information. So if you call someone a girl, your brain will process it differently than if you call someone a woman. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. I disagree. What do you think? I, well, okay, I get her point. Mm -hmm. There's several problems that I have. First of all, I think it's a a problem of language Mm -hmm. rather than a, Oh, compl- oh, everything's patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is a middle for males. It's called guys. Yeah, we don't have that for for females. There's girls and there's and women. The gals is not really. It's, it's antiquated. More like, yes, and so th- there's no convenient mm-hmm. casual term that you can use when you don't want to say woman or lady because yeah. those are so formal. Or female. Yeah. Right. And so it's kind of like when you'd also need a better nickname for vaginas. And and <laughs> I didn't think that's because I hate say. calling it a pussy because that seems gross, and I hate calling it a vagina. Right, guys that's get a, all the good ones. That's a good point. I thought there's you no were, sexy word to, for it. I thought you were going to say like how there's not a male equivalent to mistress no. or no, straight to the dick. <laughs> okay, well. There's no male equivalent of mistress. What? Oh, but there is the name for the person who gets cheated on, which is real funny. What is it called? It's called a cuckold. cuckold? Oh, yeah. Cuckold. Yeah. yeah. Right. But why isn't there the na- mm-hmm. a name for, if I were to cheat on Adam, what is that guy called? A bastard. <laughs> a language problem mm-hmm. that w- would probably remove this whole issue. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it. we can always just point to something and say, oh, it's misogyny. Because mm-hmm. it, it isn't always. Yeah. I use the term girls all the time because I'm a casual person and I do not like formalities. Mm-hmm. It's not because I think that she's infant or beneath men or whatever. Secondly... You're a star on the Big Bang Theory <laughs> who has two right. women, the hot one and the right. smart one. Right. So maybe we could tackle the portrayal of women mm-hmm. on television mm-hmm. before we start choosing what the hell to call them. Because mm-hmm. guess what? The two women on your show embody stereotypes about females Very much that so. are problematic. Mm-hmm. Mayim. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Right? Yeah. Maybe this is her pushback from that because, the, I mean... So she'll, she'll make millions of yeah. dollars on a show that reinforces like stereotypes about women. Mm-hmm. That you can't be smart and hot. Mm-hmm. And then is mad at us. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Miss Bialik. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah. I don't know, 
man. Hmm. I want to know what you guys think. That's for yeah. sure. You know, because I do, I do see the. I get it when you say that there's no casual word for it. Because the uh, the problem is, is that we don't have an alternative. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I can see how. I don't like that whole girl. Like, no, I don't either. And then, anytime, oh, anytime someone called a male calls me sweetie or darling or any of that bullshit. Oh, and sometimes my husband calls women that on the phone and stuff. And I get off and I'm like, no, don't do that. Mm-mm. And then he's always gives me this. Well, you don't know the relationship. I, have with it. I, say, I don't care. No, I don't either. I hate them. Yesterday was Easter. We're recording this mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. day after Easter. And I had done a tweet about Easter um, about how I think it's funny that, you know, on Good Friday, Jesus supposedly died. And then on Sunday, he supposedly rose again. And this is very important to like biblical prophecy that it be three days Mm -hmm. in between. And so they're really invested in the idea that there are three days in between when he died and when he rose again. That is part of the mythology. It's part of this prophecy. And nobody's pointing out that, number one, in the Jewish tradition, one day is sunset to sundown, and that's 24 fucking hours, and they're pretty specific about it, hence Sabbath. Yeah. And so... 24 hours. is Right. Sundown... Like a regular day. To sundown is one day. (laughs) Like 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. Got it. So, like, Jesus was supposedly crucified on Friday afternoon, and so when that tomb was empty on Sunday morning, that's like a day and a half. So you can call it the third day if you want, but it isn't. Third day on the calendar, not on my watch. I mean, they say that he... Friday? There was... Saturday? Yeah. Pretty much any way you slice it, it's less than three days. (laughs) And so I don't care. I don't give a damn about any of it. I think it's funny. And so I made a joke about it. Yeah. And so some guy that oh, I no. don't know oh, no. mansplained oh, no. religion oh, no. to me. <laughs> and he was like, nobody actually believe actually blah, blah. nobody actually believes. Really? Because that's not true. The problem is that people do actually, actually. Because nobody actually <laughs> believes that it's three days. It's called tradition. It doesn't take a brain. You know, one of these, this is how he's talking to me. And I was like, you are, I didn't use the word mansplaining because I think that that uh, Mm -hmm. distracts from the point. So Mm -hmm. I just said, you're trying to explain religion to a scholar of religion. Sit down. (laughs) And he called me dear in the fall. He was like, uh, you're wrong, dear. And I couldn't you can go contain fuck yourself, my rage. Darling. As soon as he took it to that level, where oh, now fuck. now I'm a, I'm not only I wrote back mm-hmm. and I was like, please call me Doctor Meister. <laughs> I mean, I wish I could be there, like right behind <laughs> your shoulder. I'd be like, yeah, get him, Suze. Right there, Doctor. I, put the food. I had to P. actually t- stop myself, and I deleted all all my responses mm-hmm. because he doesn't deserve no. my time or no. my expertise. No. And Listen my kid there. was like yeah. going through his Easter basket and I'm fighting with a stranger oh. on Twitter about fucking Jesus's resurrection. Oh yeah. Sometimes we need to be pulled out of the situation and like, I was like and he was in, I forget. He lives in um, like Morocco. I was like, why am I fighting with someone in Palestine or wherever you are? I don't know where he is. <laughs> About he knows nothing about nothing. and my thing was a joke and I hate you. Yeah. But the point is those terms of dear and uh, sweetie and honey biscuit and all whatever you're calling it. me, it's not um to lift me up. No, it's not. So that's a really good you know. It's just never to do that. No. Unless you're oh my in a God, it gives me the creeps. You know what doesn't give me the creeps? Yeah. <laughs> and, and where chivalry is encouraged? Where? Books.com. Yes. If you are not sure what the heck to get your mom for Mother's Day, for example, I would encourage you to go to books.com and grab a gorgeous bouquet 
We've talked about them before. They freaking grow their flowers in a volcano. Mm-hmm. And they're so beautiful. They really are. They have all different kinds. You can get traditional or you can get exotic, all different um, arrangements. And they aren't doing the old upsell, uh, additional pricing for this and that. In Ooh. fact, they ship for free um, during the week. And if you use code Brain Candy, you can get 20% off your order at B-O-U-Q-S dot com. That's books dot com. Yeah, free delivery on weekdays. Nice. I love that. Yeah. That's usually the really expensive <clears throat> part with the flowers. I ordered a bouquet for a friend this week from Books, yeah. as a matter of fact. And you get an email from Books when they deli- when it's delivered. So I knew this person got them mm-hmm. and they never said thanks. <gasps> what? And so I waited a few days and I thought, well maybe she's out of town. Uh-huh. And so eventually I texted her and I was like, hey, I just wanted to make sure you got them. And because I thought, what if that my card wasn't attached right, or something? Right. And she was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. What? What? How many bouquets are you getting? Right. But oh my gosh. You know, I mean, she's fancy. So I was, congrats. She won, she was nominated for an Emmy, this person. Oh, So I okay. mean, maybe she got a few. She may have. But regardless. Oh. Books.com. That's a nice gift, sis. Right. I am a nice person, you sure Sarah. Are. <laughs> so sweet. Use code BRAINCANDY for 20% off your order. B-O-U-Q-S.com. Um, yeah, so the jury's still out on the Mayan Bialik thing. I do think that, you know, there are problems with her argument, but, but there is also some validity to it. Because I was thinking that it depends on who says the word girls, just like anything. Like, there are people who are allowed to say certain groups that are allowed to say certain words, and other people who cannot use those words. Like what? I can say, oh, come on, girls, let's go, girls, talking to my girlfriends. But if my husband says, come on, girls, let's go, girls, talking to my girlfriends, ew. Yeah. Not okay. Well, that's true across the board. If you're in the group. Yes. I can call them whatever This goes for (laughs) uh, ethnic, racial minorities, women. Uh What about the term bitches? Oh, I like it. Same goes for that. Like, I can call you my bitch. Yeah, she's my bitch. Yeah. Or, you know, come on, bitches. Yeah. But but if a guy were to do that, what would you do? It'd be like the United Airlines thing. over here. (laughs) She'd be dragging. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, switching gears. Ooh. The next headline. Yeah. April the giraffe. Oh. <laughs> I wish I were, I wish I saw the whole video. I only saw the after. Whoa. You didn't see Gir- the and giraffes getting born are so cute. And they just, they, isn't it crazy how far they fall? Right. Like, it, they take a big tumble. They sure do. It's like three feet. Somebody tweeted... Giraffe, baby, the baby giraffe dropped six feet and then oh. walked later that day. So you can save your toddler's first steps video. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Yeah. Isn't like, that yeah. cute? And when I saw uh, the giraffe right after, what's the, wait, what's the, is the, the giraffe's name? The mom's name is April. And what's the baby's name? They haven't named it. Oh! Yet. You can submit a, a, a vote for, uh-huh. but I think you have to pay... Five dollars. Oh, see, I'm glad they did that. Remember yeah. when I told you about the boat naming thing that they did, and the boat ended up named Bodie McBoatface. Right. So I don't want it to be Giraffe McGiraffeface. That's right. like what your kid would name it. Maybe they would. <laughs> Maybe they have final discretion too. Maybe. Like I it mean, can't just be a democracy. A giraffe, for goodness sakes. Yeah, that could take a real dark turn. And then it was a picture of the little cute, adorable giraffe posing with the vet. And it said, like, oh, baby giraffe gets a clean bill of health. I oh. thought it was a stuffed animal. The thing looked so... Adorable. Adorable and perfect and, like, cute little giraffe eyelashes. Well, like, were so you precious. on d- giraffe watch? I mean, no. a lot of people were I mean, really... I was, like... Tangential or, like, yes, on the yes, periphery. Yeah, yeah, on the periphery, like, like... Well, I was so watching other people watch. Maybe you know this. I mean, our zookeeper friend Kara would know. We should ask her... Is the gestation period of an elf or uh, of a giraffe like? Is there a big range on the due date? Because I feel like we've been waiting for like a oh, month. Oh, that's a really good thing to look up. I know elephants have the longest one, but what about giraffes? What's a horse's gestation period? It'd probably be close to that. <laughs> like you know that. 
no idea, nor would I make that theory. <laughs> like, why would it be? Because you think because they're similar? They're simi- I would think that uh, like a giraffe and a zebra and an alpaca, I think they're probably all kind of in the same family. I wonder what family that is. Well, what I... Gestation just- of a giraffe, 13 to 15 months. <gasps> so there is a range. That's Two crazy. Months. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I asked. Yes. And I'm so, I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind that that's a two month window. Can you imagine if your doctor were like, <laughs> January to March? I mean, to a certain extent it is like that because they give you a due date, which they shouldn't do in my opinion, because <sighs> it's a range. And, uh, for instance, I was 41 weeks before I was even induced and usually they will wait till 42 to, and my kid was so big and everything. So big. So there is quite a big range, hmm. but everyone thinks, oh, my so due date's here. was a early, week overdue. A week overdue. And he still had to be induced. Wow, yeah. My due date was the 16th, and he was born on the 22nd. Mm-hmm. That's a long wait, man. Because yeah. trust, you saw my ankles. Oh, my God, they were so I was like, get it out of me. <laughs> If I only knew now how much worse it gets after they come out, I would be uh, happy stay in, to wait. Stay in. I would be happy to wait. <laughs> but you don't think that at the time. You think that all your problems will be over. Oh gosh, I imagine. I wonder if April the giraffe is back to her pre-baby body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know animals don't have to deal with that kind they of don't. pressure. Not at all. I mean. Do you, what do you think about like People Magazine and stuff when they do like post baby body watch and all that? They never do that for, I hate it. Yeah, it's real gross. Yeah. But aren't you interested? No. You lie. No, I really don't care. I'm more interested in seeing the pictures of the babies. Oh. I love them. (laughs) Well, can we talk about this? If not, we can edit it out. But we won't say the details or who it is, but we have a friend. Yeah. Who believes that she's the biological mother. Oh my gosh, it's true. <laughs> Talk about it. Okay, so I We're going to start a conspiracy theory. I don't care. It's, Are we going to name the celebrity? True. We, oh. Let's do it. No. Yeah, worst case scenario, we edit it out. Okay. Okay, so I have a friend uh-huh. who donated her eggs yeah. to a fertility clinic. And <laughs> I love this story. It happens to be, this friend of mine has blonde hair, blue eyes, or green eyes maybe, uh, and she donated her eggs to a fertility clinic, and as she was, and she, like, she, she donated them, and then the, they, they tell you, like, oh, the family has chosen you, and they don't tell you who the family is, but they t- tell you that, oh, I didn't yes, know that you're going to be used, we're going to be using you, because I don't think they just harvest the eggs and then they keep them on ice. I think they, they have to harvest them in line with the mother, so... You know if your eggs are being used to make a baby because they don't take them out till they're until they're it's like use them. yeah until it's at the right time so then they can put them in the mom blah blah blah. So my friend is walking into probably like her third appointment or whatever to have everything done, and she's walking out of her appointment and into the appointment walks Fergie, <laughs> and I'm not and Fergie had a child. Via, via in vitro fertilization. I guess it's not even in vitro. It would be somebody else, a surrogate. Yeah. Well, and not really. Not really surrogate. It's like a, somebody else's she egg. She borrowed her eggs. <laughs> and it is in vitro, but yeah. in addition to that, it's someone else's yes. egg. And Wait, do we, can we confirm that that is in fact? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. We about don't know that about either. that part. This is all speculation. I don't even know. <laughs> what else? But I've seen pictures of this kid. It looks exactly like my friend. So much that I'm not even the one who said, who noticed it. I, my, a friend of a friend who knew the story was like, oh my God, I just saw this picture and that looks exactly like your friend, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, it is. (laughs) I'm convinced that my friend has. But the, but... So good for her. But uh, wait a minute. What? Because isn't Fergie going to... Does she just have the one? I think so. Isn't If she has another one, are they going to call and be like, hey, uh. 
you no, know. No, I bet they wouldn't even do that. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want the same so parent? You look like yeah. the same. Or would you not care? I wouldn't care. Well, maybe Ferg does. Maybe she does. <laughs> maybe she just said just the one. Let's see. <laughs> you so, know what's funny? Adam and I were editing the episode about the real world that we did where uh-huh. you text your dad. Yeah. And I told him about it ahead of time. And I was like, you got to listen to it. I was freaking out. And so he just looked at the sound waves and just picked out <laughs> this spot where he believed it to be. And here's what I did. <laughs> and now he'll see it again. But those sound waves were like off the charts, which mine are very usually quite stable. Oh my God, that looks just like our friend. It looks just like our friend. Right? Is it with Josh's sperm? Yes. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's like weird even just to think about. Yeah. Oh. I mean. Wow. Wow. I mean, but I could be wrong. Isn't she pregnant? Yes. Oh my God. Don't are, give it away. People are going to... I don't know. They would never be able to figure that out. You know who would be able to figure it out? There, We have this one fan that... Or listener, I should say. She probably doesn't even like us. But <laughs> she... <laughs> who is very on top of like who we... What pictures we like and mm-hmm. what our friends that comment and stuff. Because I see her then follow... Oh. People that we... I won't say who, but... Yeah. It's weird, because wow. I'm always like, nobody's watching what I'm doing. Oh, she is. Oh, they are. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, does it matter that people would find out? No. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Fergie, like, just Maybe sign some, like, Fergie. non-disclosure thing where... I mean, I feel like we've... Kept outed it. Fergie? <laughs> At Tribal Council? <laughs> God, you're like Jeff Varner. Yeah, but nobody's offering us therapy. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm, We're just left to deal with this on our own. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're the real victims here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at any rate, I mean, those were my my topics. Do you have anything you want to add? People oh. are going to be like, what in the hell was this episode that we just listened to? Sarah got vomited on. Hedgehogs. <laughs> Remember those guys? The giraffe birth. The transgender outing. Yeah, what about... Uh, there was a lot going on on airplanes. Did when? Did you hear about... Uh, Lately. On the United flight, the scorpion that fell from the ceiling and stung somebody? Oh. I would die. I would pass away. And then, oh my God, there was another flight from somewhere in South America where there were, no joke, snakes on on the plane. I'm going to send, I'm going to put that in the newsletter, the pictures, the snakes on the plane. Okay, I can't just type in snakes on a plane into Google because that gives me not the answer I want. You should also put a picture up of Fergie's baby. With like, it'd be a whodunit. Oh, yeah, with like a (laughs) question question mark next to it. Oh my God, oh my God, that creeps me out. Snakes on a plane. Uh, Do you have a snake phobia? Oh! It was on, on January 9th of this year. It's an emeritus flight canceled after Serp... Deal with that. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not. No, no, no. I can't even put my feet on the ground right now. That. Nope, nope, nope. Why do they call them serpents? Nope, nope. nope. That makes it even worse. I thought serpent was just like a (laughs) biblical term. Well, that may. mm, 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 mm. Not cool with that. You should. Well, it's good you're never going on a challenge because if they knew. I were... make sure I'd never tell them that I'm scared of anything like that. I tell them the opposite. You know what I'm scared of? It's math. Loneliness. Um, <laughs> math. Puzzles. Like puzzles are terrifying to me. Um, like, uh, you know. Yeah, spending a long time alone reading books. That sounds miserable. Don't do that to me. Please. <laughs> oh, my God. If you Little would like our newsletter... You can sign up at thebraincandypodcast.com and please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. We are so thankful that you listen. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next time. (laughs) Bye.
One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.